Okay, are we all ready to go for another scintillating session with the Midnight Skeptic? Here, for your enjoyment, is the play-in music. You are listening to KPCALP, Petaluma, California, at 103.3 FM and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. And this is the Midnight Skeptic. The views of the Midnight Skeptic are not, repeat, not necessarily the views of KPCA or any of its affiliates. I am woke, I am woke, I am woke, woke, woke. Take that, MAGA heads. Um, I didn't write down who said this, but woke is another word for uh, compassion and understanding. Uh, two attributes that will never appear amongst uh, conservative GOP MAGA heads. Okay, the Midnight Skeptics mission statement that I've been forgetting to tell you all about for the last four or five shows. The Midnight Skeptics mission statement is to rid this land of all GOP MAGAhead Republicans one broadcast at a time. All right. I hope I'm successful in that. Um, send all death threats, hate mail, and uh, useful hints that I could improve the show with to the Midnight Skeptic at gmail.com. Uh, I'll get it. I'll get it. And uh, okay, uh, enough of the introduce introduction. Here's the shout outs. I've got to use the um, sound effects that uh, my audio engineer set up for me here. I just haven't been doing it a lot. Okay, shout-outs. Internationally, Spotify and Anchor distribute me, the Midnight Skeptic, around the world. I've got some followers or occasional watchers in the UK, the EU, three up in Canada, two in New Zealand, a couple in Australia, and um, I'm not sure whether this one guy in Russia is still listening, but I've got one in Colombia and Puerto Rico. Okay, locally, Kevin and Lori, Dave and Rosita, Tim Conrad, Tom and Nancy, Rich and Kathy over in Sebastopol, Nariman and Art Kutznez. John Crowley at the Aquas Cafe, Tom Gaffey at the Phoenix Theater, who um, is a father figure to many, many alternative teens for the last uh, two or three decades. Um, the three dudes of Project Censored, Mickey Huff 
Andy Lee Roth, and Nolan Higdon. Professors all. Okay, go on to their website, um, the uh, Project Censored. Sign up for their newsletter. It's a, quite an interesting publication that they come out with. And uh, you might consider buying the book, The State of the Free Press, 2023. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> Stan and Kathy, uh, Dennison, Megan, and Tiburon, San Francisco, Yvonne, and Rick. L.A., Jackie Kolar and her two daughters, Samantha and Melanie. Arizona, my brother Brandon and his wife, Mina. Their daughter, Andrea, who's my niece. She's a nurse down there, hopefully surviving this heat wave. Uh, and her husband, Tim, and their three little ones. Karina Hilliard, I've been forgetting to mention her in uh, Patagonia, Arizona. She is, or was, I'm not sure of her status now. I haven't heard from her in a long time. But uh, she was an animal control officer down there whose specialty was snake removal from people's houses. Uh, Arkansas, Shannon Reed, Florida, Nelson and Alice, and Amelia Beamer, who is now on YouTube um, via Locus Magazine, L-O-C-U-S. And uh, they're over in Oakland, and she used to be a editor for them. Um, she might still be. I don't know for sure. Um, but anyway, go on YouTube and um, go to Locus. All right. Uh, North Carolina, Dr. Dave in the uh, Raleigh-Durham area, the world's finest pulmonary doctor. Long Island, Gerald Goldfinger, um, and the Sonora Gang, Robert and Colleen Finnegan, Bob and Sandy Fisher, and their two kids, uh, Brad and Martha, uh, Darl Larson, the Bronc Rider from back in the day, uh, Leonidas, uh, Judy May, um, Lynn Quayle, Kathy Francis, um, John Gleason, and his two daughters, uh, Tiffany and Jennifer, and uh, all the way down in Mexico City, Rosamalia Lopez Negrete. Hmm. Hola, Rosamalia. Okay. Good news. I try to start with good news every show. I'm not always successful, but here's good news. The San Francisco Archdiocese of the Catholic Church is likely to file for bankruptcy because of more than 500 lawsuits against it for sexual abuse by priests and other church employees. Archbishop Salvatore, Salvatore Cordelioni, he who condemns the LGBTQ community, said, quote, after much contemplation and prayer, I wish to inform you that a chapter 11 bankruptcy reorganization is very likely. 
The Diocese of Oakland filed for Chapter 11 on May 8th of this year because of the cost of litigating 330 sexual abuse cases. Hmm. All right. SNAP, S-N-A-P, which stands for Survivors Network of those abused by priests criticized the move because it would halt trials, testimony, and legal discovery. I'm sure that's what the uh, Catholic hierarchy wants. They don't want these stories coming out. Um, As I said on my Facebook page announcing this show that I'm doing right now, Religion in general, the Catholic Church in particular's uh, obsession with sex is biting them in the ass, all right? It's what goes around comes around. Okay, and uh, speaking of that, I forgot to say that uh, this was the Midnight Skeptic show number 132. It will be broadcast to the world um, on uh, the 13th Sunday at the usual time, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time from um, our studios uh, in downtown Petaluma here. And I'm recording this on the 9th, Um, of this month, uh, which is a Wednesday. It's right now, and it's about 4 o'clock. I started this a few minutes before 4 o'clock, but okay, here we go again. That's out of the way. All right, good news. Massachusetts, uh, via Massachusetts Senate Bill 1391, would remove the existing religious exemption to immunization requirements for school attendance. Um, It would move uh, Massachusetts law toward protecting the health needs of many as opposed to the religious objections of a few. And I am quite certain that most of the religious objectors are only nominally religious, except that they will say that they are sincerely in belief that uh, God doesn't like um, immunizations. Religious exemptions are a form of religious privilege. They contradict the foundational American principle of equal treatment under the law for people of all religions and for those of no religion at all, like yours truly. Hmm. Okay, bad anti-woman news. And I'm not just talking Republicans here. Okay. A Muslim cleric has been arrested on charges of blasphemy 
and hate speech in Indonesia after his decision to allow women to preach and pray besides men. And that sparked a backlash in the world's largest Muslim-majority nation. Police did not specify what Panji, this cleric's name, P-A-N-J-I, had said. They didn't specify what he had said or done that constituted blasphemy, but said they were acting on public complaints. Hmm. Blasphemy laws are an abomination in Muslim countries, Hmm. as are so many of their beliefs. And, uh, you know, I'm not anti-Muslim, or at least I'm not anti-Muslim any more than I'm anti-other religions. So, uh, as far as stupid beliefs, um, the Islamic faith is just as bad as the Christian faith or the Mormon faith or the Buddhist faith or the Hindu faith or the Jewish faith. They all have their ridiculousness about them. And may I say again that I've said before on many shows, all religions are misogynistic. Mm. Okay, and uh, that was an example of it. Women praying next to men? Oh, we can't have that. Okay. Good, hopeful news. Senator Amy Klobuchar, a Democrat from Minnesota, has introduced the Election Worker Protection Act into the Senate. It would strengthen strengthen the criminal penalties for harassing or intimidating election workers. Now, Who do you think this law was aimed at? You're right. GOP MAGA head, assault rifle carrying, orange sociopathic bloat bag worshiping creeps. Quote, election workers, this is a quote from uh, Amy Klobuchar. Uh, Quote, election workers are on the front lines of our democracy but they have faced serious threats, intimidation, and even physical harm. Okay, now, the uh, orange sociopathic bloat bags claim that the election was stolen has moved some of the worst of the worst of the Republican base to phone in death threats, I welcome them personally, except I'm not giving out my phone number. Um, But do it uh, via themidnightskeptic at gmail.com. But the, the, the poor election workers in uh, Georgia, the uh, uh, black lady and her daughter who were both, um, 
poll workers, election workers, suffered immensely. And there were uh, death threats and uh, uh, to Fanny, um, oh Jesus, uh, the the D, the DA in uh, uh, Fulton County, Fanny Willis. Oh boy, boy, she has to have federal agents protecting her, as do many, many other. Um, elected officials because of the MAGA head base and their AR-15 toting selves who demonstrate their masculinity by saying, I'm going to kill you. Mm. Okay, that's orange juice, by the way. Uh Okay, that's Amy Klobuchar, and um, laws need to be passed that afford more protection to election workers and elected officials. Mm, bad news. Right-wing GOP MAGA heads cheered the U.S. women's soccer team's loss to Sweden on Sunday. It's three days ago. Way to go, orange sociopathic bloatbag worshippers. Real patriots. Not. Okay. Uh, I think most of it is because of uh, uh, a few of the girls took a knee uh, during the national anthem. Megan Rapino was one, and uh, it goes all the way back to Colin Kaepernick, who was quite um, right in his kneeling during the uh, uh, playing of the National Anthem. anthem. Now, he was a quarterback for the 49ers, and uh, that's getting to be quite a while ago now. But I have a relative, and I won't name who it was, who said... I'm not going to watch any more 49ers games on TV because of Colin Kaepernick. And uh, I didn't get into it with him, but I'm quite sure that he was a uh, Trump follower. Okay. Uh, deep breath time. Oh, if my cat were up here, I'd do some cat petting. Okay, uh, good news. All right, and here's uh, something that I mentioned on my Facebook page that I was going to talk about on this show. Okay, another youth-led lawsuit targeting climate change. Okay, and this, in turn, is Hawaii, 14 Native Hawaiian youths have sued the Hawaii Department of Transportation. Why, you might ask? Because the agency prioritizes transportation projects like highways because they lock in and escalate the use of fossil fuels rather than projects that might 
mitigate and reduce um, emissions. Okay, now today, I just heard on the news that there are some um, horrible wildfires that have broken out on Maui. Uh, the town of Lahaina is in quite uh, a bit of danger, and some buildings have already been uh, torched, and uh, there have been people that have suffered burns. And uh, all right, here we are. I wish those uh, 14 Native Hawaiian youths well in their attempt to uh, sue the Hawaii Department of Transportation. Okay. In Montana, a judge should rule any day now in Held, capital H-E-L-D, versus Montana, whether a 16-youth group of plaintiffs' trial can go forward. All right. Our Children's Trust, a legal nonprofit founded 13 years ago, which would be about 2010 uh, ago in Portland, Oregon, represents them and also the Hawaii youth. Uh, suits by youths have been filed in all 50 states. Earth Justice, a legal nonprofit, another one, um, is also representing uh, the Hawaii youth. Okay, so... These 14 uh, Native Hawaiian youths in their lawsuit have two organizations backing them up. Um, Our Children's Trust and Earth Justice. Okay. The Hawaii Supreme Court has already ruled that the state constitution includes the, quote, right to a life-sustaining climate system, unquote. Okay, Montana's constitution, in so many words, uh, says this as well. And I don't know the exact wording of it, but it's in the Montana constitution, which uh, brought on this uh, Held versus Montana lawsuit. Okay, great news. Tuesday, um, yesterday, the 8th, okay, Ohio voters repudiated a GOP MAGA head attack on democracy. The GOP attempt to move the goalposts and make it more difficult to amend the Ohio Constitution um with uh, issue one, um, it was one question on the ballot, Tuesday, uh, August. Now, Republicans before this um, has said that uh, no elections will be held in August because of, uh, you know, low turnout, people on vacation and blah, blah, blah. But they made an exception for this, and uh, it failed miserably. The voters of Ohio could see through the GOP MAGA head subterfuge in an attempt to sneak through uh, 
a new requirement for uh, passing uh, constitutional amendments to the Ohio Constitution. I'm off my notes. Yeah. Move the goalpost and make it more difficult to amend the Ohio Constitution. And they called it Issue 1. Okay. Uh, on the ballot. The only one. And it would have raised the vote requirement to 60% from 50% plus 1 in order to amend the Constitution of Ohio. Ohioans saw through this GOP MAGA head sneak attack. It was defeated. Almost 70% of Ohio voters voted it down, and about roughly 30% voted for it. They were, you know, uh, pro-women's subservience, uh, anti-abortion, and they call themselves pro-life, but they're not. Uh, those are the worst of the worst MAGA heads. All right. Now, okay, coming up now, in November, when a woman's right to choose how to control her own body and uh, reproductive health, it'll be on the ballot and enshrined in the Ohio Constitution should it pass. It will. It will. Um, because the... Uh, the trend of yesterday's election in Ohio will pretty much closely uh, mirror the sentiments of the uh, people in Ohio. They're way too sensible to fall for the MAGA-head Republican sneak attack on our democracy. Mm. All right, new topic. After a sip of orange juice... This is uh, kind of bad news, but it's religious news. Oh, God. A couple, man and woman, a couple that are members of the Followers of Christ Church in Oregon City, in the state of Oregon, pleaded guilty uh, yesterday, Tuesday, um, they pleaded guilty to denying medical treatment to their 13-year-old son uh, who died. This church practices faith healing. They are the sixth couple from that church to be prosecuted since 2008. Jake and Brittany Heimbigner, now I'm going to spell this last name for you, capital H-E-I-M-B-I-G-N-E-R, Heimbigner, Jake and Brittany, admitted they didn't get their son dialysis. He had a kidney disease of some sort, uh, dialysis treatment in a case stemming from back in 2021. Mm. Jake's lawyer told 
K-O-I-N, Channel 6 News, up in Oregon, um, the couple may not have realized their son's condition was urgent. Well, that's what doctors are trained for. Um, but according to this church, they should not, the members of this church should not have faith in medicine oh, because it detracts from their faith in Jesus. Mm. All right, I'm off my notes. Okay. Oh, um, all, all of my uh, listeners and watchers on YouTube should watch the A&E documentary based on investigative reporting by Dan Tilken of Oregon. Uh, it's called No Greater Law. I haven't seen this yet, but I intend to watch it. Uh, it gets into the faith-healing belief system of weird Christian churches, more specifically, the um, followers of Christ Church. It's they're up in Oregon and Idaho. Oh. Um, okay, gets into the faith healing belief system of weird Christian churches and the people fighting to save children from their own parents. In the documentary, Dan Sevy, okay, capital S-E-V-Y, whose 14-year-old son, Rocky, died in his mother's arms from untreated pneumonia. But this Dan Sevy says, quote, this is from the documentary, quote, if you don't have power over your own body, and your own children, then forget it. It's revolution time, unquote. So children are personal possessions of parents. I don't believe that. Children have rights. They have rights to an honest education. Are you listening, Ron fascist down in Florida? Um, he keeps whining about parental rights, as do most GOP MAGA heads. Well, what about uh, the parental rights to let their kids know that there are such a thing as the LGBTQ community? There was such a thing as horrible slavery in the early years of this country. And that let them know that there's books that, uh, you know, explain all this. And, uh, okay, okay, I'm off my notes again. But children are not property, just as a woman is not property of her husband. Hmm. Let me say that quote again from... Dan Sevy, capital S-E-V-Y. Um, I'm sorry that you lost your son, but it's your damn fault. Okay, and his quote, 
if you don't have power over your own body and your own children, then forget it. It's revolution time. Hmm. Okay, Oregon has changed its laws to prosecute faith-healing parents for the kids' sake. In Idaho, faith-healing is still legal. I'm going to sneeze. Okay, yeah, false alarm. In Idaho, faith-healing is still legal despite pleas from police District attorneys, doctors, nurses, and other health care workers, and former members of this idiot church. Hmm. I got to take a quick deep breath break and a sip. Okay, good news. Two former employees of a North Carolina home repair company, quote, who were fired for refusing to participate in daily Christian prayer circles, have won a $50,000 court settlement. The company's owner at these prayer circles in the morning read Bible verses to the morning circle of workers before they went to work. The two workers and the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission brought the lawsuit, and they won. Okay. Um. I wrote a little piece here because uh, I've gotten into some, you know, intellectual discussions um, with um, a few Christians. Um, a couple recently. Now, I I don't even bother with the rabid maga head type Christians. But these guys are well-educated and articulate, and they just believe what they believe, okay? Um, so, here, here goes. Argumentation hints, this is a public service, um, argumentation hints when going up against an articulate, well-educated Christian. My gripe is that as soon as you mention science— he or she will invoke scientism. Well, you know, they that's a argument argument tactic. Uh, it's false, but they use it. Okay. The scientific method and science in general is not a collection of unchangeable truths. And facts. With new evidence, scientific facts, quote unquote, can be changed or modified. Science is not dogmatic. Some scientific theories have been so tested and observed over time that they approach dogma 
for instance, well, what are these things? Like the atomic theory, you know, protons, neutrons, electrons. Okay. Evolution of species. The orbiting of the planets around our sun. And certain laws of physics, um, such as the relationship between pressure, volume, and temperature. And then on and on and on. Those are so well accepted, so well tested, um, that we don't bother testing them anymore. It's just that's the way it is. However, uh, like, for instance, evolution. If one of these creationists were able to find some evidence that uh, Darwin was essentially wrong, okay, science would change. It's capable of changing. It's not uh, set in stone, okay, unlike dogma. Okay, I'm off my notes. That I even wrote the notes, and I'm off them. Okay, dogma, faith, and belief are all ways of looking at the world without evidence or without any way of confirming them except by new revelations from an authority figure. Epistemologically speaking, and I forget who said this, quote, there are not other ways of knowing. There's only knowing and not knowing. Those are the only choices we have. Okay. Karl Popper, um, back in the 20s and 30s, um, he was a philosopher of science, introduced the concept of falsifiability. Okay, now what is that? Its purpose is to make a theory predictive and testable and thus useful and in real life. Okay, if a proposition or a theory or a supposed fact cannot be falsified with some sort of observation or measurement, then it shouldn't be accepted if you just if there's just no way to falsify it like the bible can it be falsified it certainly is interpreted differently by whoever you want to follow their interpretation of it but it there's no way it can be falsified you can't prove that well God didn't say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm off my notes. Karl Popper, Philosophy of Science, concept of falsifiability. Its purpose is to make a theory predictive or testable, um, but it's generally a fool's errand um, to have a philosophical discussion with a dogmatic person of faith, no matter how articulate and well-educated they are.
Okay. The key word out of, I think, all of this is useful in real life. Is prayer useful? Can you make a prediction of the outcome when you're praying? Like you have a um, somebody in your family who's dying of a disease. Okay. If you pray to you know, God or Jesus um, for their recovery, how do you know whether they will recover or not? You don't know. And if they don't recover, religious people always have this ace up their sleeve. God works in mysterious ways. He had a higher purpose. No, BS. Okay. Um, I don't have enough notes and issues to fill up the entire time, so I may have to just riff. Okay. Go to the Facebook page of Dave Murphy to watch a TED Talk by former Vice President Al Gore. He gets very fired up, more than I've ever seen him before, against the fossil fuel industry and their climate change denial efforts, efforts to confuse the public. He should have been president back in 2000. Uh, Right-wing Supreme Court of the United States back in those days uh, put the U.S. on the wrong track. Oh, back then we were having trouble with the uh, Supreme Court. Okay, uh, I told you on last week's show why I am now a socialist. The number one reason, and I'm going to generalize, it's corporations have uh, their own profitability as their prime motivator. Okay, the gun industry has bought the GOP MAGA-head politicians uh, via the NRA and gun lobbyists, um, any type of safety legislation or regulations that, in their opinion, will depress the sale of guns is bad for them. And, uh, uh, I know, profit, profit, uber alles, uh, big tobacco, uh, in the 50s and 60s, when links were found between tobacco uh, smoking and cancer, they were all in a tizzy, and um, they set up think tanks and fake doctors that uh, engaged in denial and obfuscating and tried to convince the public that, well, the science isn't settled. Uh, there are other things that cause cancer, too. Okay. 
big oil and coal. In other words, the uh, fossil fuel industry. A whole sub-industry they've set up of climate change denial. Heritage Foundation is the main one. And they've set up think tanks and they've, again, bought uh, GOP conservative MAGA heads to muddy the waters hmm. and confuse the public. And one thing that um, it this recycling of plastics thing, uh, I think very soon these uh, chasing arrows symbol for recycle is going to be done away with and for the good. It confuses the public as to what can and cannot be recycled. Um, there's a number in the middle of these recycling symbols, one through six, I believe. It's only one and two that are truly recyclable. And the public is so confused, but it's an out for the uh, plastic and... Uh, oil industry because they're tossing the ball into the court of the consumers, okay? They can say, well, people should recycle more. We're not to blame. Mm. Just keep buying plastics and, uh, uh, and please don't litter because it all ends up in the great Pacific garbage patch. Okay. Enough of that. Big Pharma. From Purdue Pharmaceuticals and the Sackler family to A.G. Bayer, as good as their new drugs are, profits rule over the interests of people. Mm. Uh, I'm having a brain freeze on the drug that they've come up with uh, quite a while back that treated diabetes. Anyway, um, the Biden administration has put a cap on the cost of it at $35. Um, and I believe that there's a couple of uh, pharmaceutical companies that are not charging anything for... Damn, I wish I could remember the name of the drug. Damn. It's, it's not in my notes, obviously. Okay. Big agriculture. Um, subsidies for mainly Midwestern corn and soybean growers um, are a big political issue. Um, these farmers, and they're not just individual family farmers. They are big Landowning corporations, corporate farmers, they want their uh, government subsidies, just like the oil companies do. And uh, good agricultural practices are slowly but surely infiltrating the mindset of uh, Midwestern farmers. And... Um, a lot of them, the, the farmers, I mean, especially the dairy farmers out here in Sonoma County um, in Northern California, for those back on the East Coast, uh, do put 
put into practice uh, like free range uh, dairy cattle. And now when MAGA heads hear the word free range, that uh, sets off some red flags in their head. That must be a liberal thing. We don't want that. Okay. Anyway, um, it works. It gives the farmers more profit and it sequesters more carbon. Okay. Big railroads fight safety measures and regulations every inch of the way. Um, maybe if some of these regulations and safety measures were instituted by our government, we wouldn't have so many damn derailments like the one in uh, Palestine, uh, Ohio. Mm. Big banking, worst of the worst. Uh, no industry hates requirements and regulations more than big banks who see more profits with bigger risk, okay? But occasionally, the risk will come back to bite them on the ass, and they will go whining to the government to bail us out. The government is their safety net. Okay, and here's a good quote from Bernie Sanders. Uh, quote, like the tobacco industry before them, the fossil fuel companies' actions represent a clear violation of federal racketeering laws, comma, truth in advertising laws, comma, consumer protection laws, comma, and potentially other laws, all for profits for the shareholders and uh, CEOs' bonuses. Mm. All right. Okay, I said this on last week's show. Um, and it's free advice from the uh, Midnight Skeptic to all of those also-rans that are running... Uh, for the Republican nomination for president in the 2024 election, and the front runner is the orange sociopathic bloat bag, uh, and Ron DeFascist is sinking like a rock in a lake uh, as far as percentage of supporters. Uh, I think he's down around 15% or something like that. Uh, anyway... Um, the uh, Pence has finally qualified for the uh, upcoming debate. Oh, boy. But uh, Nikki Haley and... Uh, oh, I can't remember all of them, but all of them besides the fascist uh, are down in the single-digit figures, way behind... The orange sociopathic bloat bag. Anyway, here comes some free advice from the Midnight Skeptic. All of you, with a few exceptions, um, are attempting to appeal to the 
um, GOP MAGA head conservative base by acting like a sociopathic hater of the LGBTQ community, of hatred of uh, education, um, CRT, and uh, DEI, and uh, want to ban books, just like a sociopath. And they're pretending to be that type of candidate just to appeal to some segment of the GOP Moghead base. Well, they can't win that way because uh, the orange sociopathic bloat bag is a real criminal sociopath. The base recognizes it and they've embraced him. But, uh, you know, they're not fooled. The real hardcore base, uh, that's what they want. A real sociopath, but one that's on their side. You can't pretend to be something like that. They'll see through it. All right? So, uh, there's my free advice to the Republican base. And uh, and the candidates that are attempting to appeal appeal to that base. Okay, I'm going to play the out music. You have been listening to the Midnight Skeptic on KPCA LP, Petaluma, California. And we're at 103.3 on the FM dial and worldwide at www.kpca.fm. Support community radio at patreon.com slash Petaluma Community Access. And remember, think critically, think logically, but live joyously and, most importantly, pet your cats. I can't emphasize this enough. Petting your cat and a little bit of red wine sipping, and especially talking about what bugs you, like me, on this show. Uh... Gets rid of all your stress, all your anger. I'm not really angry at anything. I'm disgusted with the orange sociopathic bloat bag. But, uh, you know, uh, let me quote um, the Dalai Lama one more time. I haven't quoted him in a long time. But he said, anger is the ultimate destroyer of your own Peace of mind. The Dalai Lama, the current one. And uh, when I saw that quote, I immediately wrote it down and put it up to where I can refer to it. I've sort of always felt this way. And as I've matured over low these many decades, um, I think really that I've been able to purge anger 
uh, as a negative emotion out of my system. And for the YouTube people, yes, I am letting my beard grow out. So next week, okay, I'm going to record the next show. Oh, probably around the 16th or 17th. And I will have to take another hiatus toward the end of the month, uh, right after the Labor Day weekend. I have to go once again down to uh, University of California, San Diego Medical Center for an operation. It's a fairly serious one, but uh, I need it. My cardiologist up here uh, at San Francisco Kaiser, uh, Dr. McLaughlin, uh, says I need it, so I'm going to do it, okay? So that is it until next week.